Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. I was doing my best to Adam Kinzinger impression. Um, welcome to the Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm <laughs> welcome to the Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm just really concerned. Uh, I don't uh, know. I mean, it's been a really rough day. And everybody, I didn't know what to do about it all. Uh, come, come down, come down, Josh. It's going to be okay. No, I, I, they were all after us <laughs> on the 6th. And it just it was so much, Max. I don't know how to handle come it. Down, come down, come down, come down. Calm down. <laughs> Josh is very emotional today. I am um, not. He's Stop st- making fun of me. He is still very wrought with despair from the actions of just January 6th. I think we all are. I think if, we, if we're all honest with ourselves, we did just like Adam Kinzinger. People were breaking yeah. the law. It, 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 there was all the rioting <laughs> and all the fires they set. And then they took over <laughs> part of the city and turned it. <laughs> called it Chaz. I mean, that's the same place, Whoa, right? Wrong, wrong insurrection. Wrong insurrection. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we yeah. had two of them? What I don't like Josh with his voice off. <laughs> I don't like Josh when he goes into falsetto. Everyone, if you prefer Josh when he talks like this, let me know in the comment section. Do you like high voice Josh or do you like low voice Josh? I'm just so sad on the inside. It's too much. Well, welcome to another edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. Joe is somewhere. I guess that's true at any given point. He's doing his Joe stuff. He'll be here in a minute. He's in the building. He is is somewhere. He should be here soon. Uh, Lots to talk about today. We're going to be starting off talking about this sham impeachment, not impeachment, whoa, sham insurrection hearing. Um, that went on yesterday. We weren't going to cover it, but as soon as Adam Kinginger started breaking out the crocodile tears, got to cover that. Going to talk about that. We are running a fax blast today. The polling is all showing that the American people are turning on this sham committee. So if you want to take part in the fax blast, um, uh, I thought the link was in the description. Link is in the description now. I just re-added it. Um, so you can go ahead and check that out. We're going to be covering that. And then we have an interview in the second hour with Peggy Hall. We're going to be talking about things like medical freedom. So she'll be on in the second hour. Joe, you were late because you were crying, right? That's, that's, he that's was, was crying like. with me. And it was just so awful. He was holding my water and my hair. It was... I don't know about holding your hair, but I was holding your water. By the way, where's I need some water. I'll be right back. All right. Appreciate you. No, what I was doing, Max, I really want to hear about this because it was awesome. I actually posted on Telegram the picture of the cop hanging out with Pelosi uh, that testified. It's, it's a yeah, shame. Look, people, people in this country are waking up to the fact that we have to stand up and stand up together. So you know what I was working on, Max? Launching the site so that we could have 1,126 units for a ranch down in Texas. Yeah. So that will be up before this hour is over, and we'll have the give, send, go up as well for, you know, a drop in five, twenty, fifty, a hundred dollars. Um, we'll figure out a way to get everyone down there. I think we have a patriot rally down there, and it will be awesome. And everyone must bring their guns. <laughs> Look, I haven't been this excited since I built my tech company on a cocktail napkin. Right. I'm, I, it was it, it's a you know, it's a ding. Now we're just trying to figure out a couple things. And Max, before we get back into this, and I know you want to get into it, we're, we're still trying to figure out whether or not we make it a nonprofit deal. We make it a part of FEC's um, impact in education. So everyone gets a write off. Do we make it a unit where we're, I mean, we're, we're going through it and saying, OK, well, it's just a we, we can make it a, a business venture. Um, but I've had a couple of people reach out and said, can you just make it a, a part of a nonprofit and just make that land owned by them? And we'll give you $1,776 and I can write it off. And I was like, I like it better that you make money on it. So in the comments, if you could just say what you like, um, it may not be what everyone likes. I, I, I personally like profit as a measuring stick for success. We will have some hunting on it. 
Although the other side of it is, is that we're going to be using this as a base of operations or a catalyst think, for something greater. So I think making it a 501 opens a lot of uh, potential dangers, especially if we want to use it for political purposes, we want to use it for rallies. Um, if we want to use it to advance or, 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 or go against a certain candidate, right? Uh, that would open the door, even if you could do it legally. It's all up for interpretation. It would open the door for, for some ser for, for some scrutiny, right? Um, if, if we were to use it for any kind of political purpose whatsoever, even if it was just having a rally, um, whether or not it's legitimate or not, uh, there's no shortage of people who would love to take us down to take you down. And they're always looking yeah, for a reason. So, so that's why I took an extra day is we had to go to lawyers. And I was like, can I do this? And if people do this, you know, it's, I got to do a red herring document. I got to make sure it's not your last $1,776. I got to do that 1,126 times or as people give to it as well. So I'm, look, I'm, I'm super, I'm super excited. I needed another thing to do like a hole in the head, but I think it's a great idea. I think it's awesome. So it's, uh, I've been working on it, knocking it out, and um, I'm pretty excited about where we'll be here um, today. Within the next half hour, we'll have something up so that people can actually have a um, part of this ranch. And, uh, yeah, I, I like the investment for profit. I mean, it, I, I think, uh, Joe, make sure you have a cake accident and lose the weapon. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so anybody wants to – I agree with you. I wanted it as a for-profit. It was a – and and I think that if people want to go that direction, that's what we yeah. do. I think it makes sense the for profit because then you're then you truly have freedom of speech. Um, like uh, they they can't go against you for anything you do on it, as long as you pay your taxes and as long as what you're doing on it is legal, right? When you become a nonprofit, um, if you start advocating for things, we're, then it gets a little bit a little bit messy. We're so hunting, we're hunting wabbits. Yeah, it's perfectly yeah. legal. Duck season, wabbit <laughs> season. Um, <laughs> So lots, lots to talk about today. We're going to get into this insurrection hearing because we had crocodile tears from Adam, Adam Kinzinger. We had more nonsense from Liz Cheney. We had lies, straight up lies from the witnesses. One witness said, literally said, we lost a lot of good officers. And it's just false. It's well, just they can like just lie. That's false. all they do is lie. What yeah. do you expect from the, the, from the radical left? And what do you expect from the well, fact that they've compromised the left, the right? It doesn't matter. They're all trash. Trash. Well, call, call me an idealist, but when someone puts their hand up, whether they put their hand on the Bible or not, you tend to expect them to tell the truth. I don't get surprised when people lied, lie, but the, you're not supposed to be sworn in under oath and then claim that police officers were killed during the January 6th protest when there was it didn't no happen. police so officers gonna, killed. We're going to get into that, but I want to get your opinion on this. This isn't the full story of the hour. This is something that I've been trying to wrap my head around. And this is the news that Simone Biles has withdrawn. That was that was yesterday's news. But I want I'm interested in your take on it, Joe. Put up my uh, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. The reigning Olympic champ, female gymnastics, she withdrew yesterday. And the word originally was that she was injured. But it turns out that she withdrew because of mental health reasons. Yeah. I'm, tr I'm trying I'm trying to figure out where I stand on this because for one it, mental health is 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 real it, it is health right I mean that's not a lie when the left says that so if you truly are having a breakdown or something that's completely understandable but you would think that she would have made that kind of decision of being stressed out or being anxious before she went there because the Americans got silver after she withdrew um, wh what's your take on it I take my take on it is that we're creating a generation of very soft people and she's never been a soft person. Right. But the pressure for her specifically. And so I, ha I happen to have some friends of mine that still are a part um, or uh, that are at the Olympic Training Center that have been involved in Olympic sports for uh, decades. And one of the takes that they had on her specifically. And, and again, this is not from her mouth. So I want to be really careful not to say it's from her mouth, mm -hmm. but these are credible sources uh, who said that the pressure from BLM and from these communists to get her to uh, kneel and to take a, a social justice position has been immense. Like they wanted her to be the poster child for standing up oh, and I believe talking that. about all of the things that are happening. And even some people that she thought she was close to um, 
uh, are basically turning on her, are, are trying to make it difficult for her, um, including other pro athletes that have called, and I won't say LeBron James, but people like LeBron James who like to perpetrate lies everywhere. And, you know, she loves America. And I'm going to tell you that it's, it's difficult for her to be a competitor and to have represented this country in so many different ways and, uh, and to be put in a position where she can't win. She can't win because she gets shunned by one side or she has sponsors that are saying, hey, you need to yeah. stand up and say these things. Uh, be woke when she doesn't feel like she's woke. And so this was kind of a shot across the bow in their opinion that uh, – you know, that, that she's like, look, I don't, I'm here to compete. I'm here to represent my country. And at what point they put so much pressure on her, uh, the mental health of it is, is that that pressure had nothing to do with competing. She is a warrior, compete, you know, on the competition of, of gymnastics. But on the other side, uh, the conflict of, of people betraying her or pressuring or bullying her into being something she's not, just like they're doing in our society today with these crazy evil people, I think was just too much for her to bear. That's an interesting so. take on it. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if if they give any more explanations on it. I have a hard time believing that she would ever publicly say that because if that's the stress she's under, she wouldn't just go to war against those interests. Or maybe she would. Who knows? Well, um, I th- that's I an interesting that, take on it. Again, and that's why I prefaced it by saying that I did not have firsthand conversations with her. But I will tell you that there is a massive push and a massive amount of pressure being put on pro athletes. Uh, and athletes that are sponsored for people to call up their sponsors and say, you need to tell her to take a knee. You need to tell her. And these are all leftist radicals. These are these are the trash of our society, the people that think that somewhere that their entitlement uh, allows them to bully others, kind of like Nazi Germany in 1940, right? That's what we're dealing with right now. So, uh, yeah. Well, today's synonym, you said trash, today's synonym is a verb for, form of trash, to trash, to lay by. To lay by, to lay aside, to discard. That's the synonym of the day. Well, I was just interested in, I wanted to get your take on it because um, she withdrew right after she kind of stumbled on, on one of her runs. And they they started saying it was actually like a physical medical reason. Then they said mental health. It'd be interesting. I, I still think if, if those pressures were real, I, I think it probably would have been better if she would have withdrawn before she went. But you don't always get to make those decisions. You don't always realize what kind of pressure you're under until uh, you're actually under it. But that's an interesting take on it. Well, let, let's get into yeah. this because <laughs> this insurrection hearing, the insurrection hearing started yesterday. And it started with crocodile tears from Adam Kinzinger. He's a representative from Illinois. He's one of the two Republicans that Pelosi put on the committee after Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy removed Republicans from the committee uh, because she wouldn't allow Jim Jordan, Jim Banks to sit on it. These are two of the one of the two Republicans that Pelosi put on and she put them on because she knows that they were going to do stuff like this. So let's go ahead and hit the share button. Everyone hit the share button. Let's get as many people here as possible. Let's break the algorithms at Facebook and and get everyone to hear it. I do know that you know, you, you almost feel like you're talking to an empty environment if you're on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook and you're on DLive, uh, go ahead and or, or on the website, go ahead and take the link from the very top, uh, copy and paste it, put it on your Telegram channel, put it on your Gab channel, put it on all your different channels so that everyone can join us in this discussion. Everything that we do is about speaking truth. You may not like what we have to say, but it is truthful. Everything is truthful. And it's not my truth when people say, hey, go find your truth. It is the truth, capital T, truth. So everything that we're talking about is not, it's not an opinion. They're liars. That's not an opinion. That is absolute truth. So go ahead, Max. Hit the share button. Well, hit the share button, everyone. Here is the clip of Adam Kinzinger. And I want to preface this. Adam Kinzinger is a veteran. He's a veteran of the United States Air Force. I believe now the Air National Guard. Um, he, flew, he flew missions in Iraq and Afghanistan, among other countries. Yep. This is a man who is flying... Air Force planes. I think he was a refueler, if I remember correctly, um, and which is isn't and exactly crying. a combat. It's not and a combat role, but when you fly into enemy territory, you always understand that you could get shot down, right? It's it's a stressful thing. This man was crying. You'll see in a second over the thought of what happened on January sixth. Which, if if anyone was in a coma or you weren't paying attention, put up image number two, Mister Producer. This is what the terrorist attack on January sixth looked like. It was people in an orderly fashion walking through uh, statue in between the velvet ropes, ropes. taking yeah. pictures of yeah. the statues. 
Um, the first terrorist attack ever to honor the velvet ropes, but it, it's choked Kinginger up. He really got choked up by it. Let's, let's go ahead and play this. Cut number one. Thank you to our witnesses. Uh, I never expected a day to be <clears throat> quite as emotional for me as it has been. Uh, I've talked to a number of you and gotten to know you. I think it's important to tell you right now, though. You guys may, like, individually feel a little broken. You guys all talk about the effects you have to deal with, and, you know, you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won. You guys held. Oh, my god! Democracies wow. are not defined by our bad days. Wow. We're defined by how we come back wow. from bad, bad days. How we take accountability for that. And for all the overheated rhetoric surrounding this committee, hey. our mission is very simple. It's to find the truth, and it's to ensure accountability. Like most Americans, I'm frustrated that six months after a deadly insurrection breached the United States Capitol for several hours on live television, we still don't know exactly what happened. Why? Because many in my party have treated this as just another oh, yeah. partisan fight. Yeah. It's toxic I, 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 and it's a disservice it. to the officers and their families. It's toxic. It's toxic. I'll be right in, Joe. Hold on. Do you need tissue? I'm just adding a little just, water to my face. Are you trying to cry? You're not even giving an attempt. This is, it breaks my heart. There you go. I mean, I'm good. This man, go. this man, hey. this man sat in a room with a bunch of armed guards for about an hour and a half. They all had machine guns. That was, that was scary. That was scary. There were grandmas in there, Joe. Well, that's he's he's that's he's crying much. in his own way. <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. Can I have a baby towel? Joe, I just Joe is what we water call over my face. Joe oh. is what we call an ugly crier. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is an ugly crier. Um, yeah. So we actually that was actually edited. Ah. That was doctored. That was the doctored video. We actually do have the real video of Kinginger giving that little speech. Let's play cut number two. <laughs> Oh, you guys all talk God. about the effects you have to deal with, and, you know, you talk about the impact of that day. <laughs> but you guys won. <laughs> you guys held. Ah, you held. Oh. You know, tomorrow. <laughs> and everyone on the audio version, that was a video of CNN covering what looked like the Academy Awards <laughs> with his face superimposed on another actor's body. And it said, breaking, Rep Kinzinger wins Best Actor oh. Award. I'd like to thank the Academy for this. I'd yeah. like to thank my acting coach. I, li I like uh, to act. Wife, I, I like to thank, um, like to thank uh, Harvey Weinstein and the yeah. Weinstein uh, Corporation. Right, for giving me this opportunity on my knees. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just for, want for to know, I, I want to know who, the, who was there with the squirt gun that was squirting his face. Like, from, let me show you. Uh, he was cutting an onion. He was cutting an onion. Yeah. But that is what Republican membership on the committee looks like. Hey, Jambro said that that looked more real than his act. I was like pouring water on my face too, man. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what that sound effect is, but... Uh, <laughs> Joe's just a really passionate crier. Hyperventilating. He's a very, he's a very ugly, yeah. hyperventilating crier. <laughs> I mean, so that know. was Kinginger. The crocodile tears. <laughs> Onion on his fingers, yeah, maybe. Um, that was him. That was what. That was his discussion. And then you also had the other Republican on the committee. You had Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney has the distinct honor of being a Republican. That if she ran in any district in America, she would lose the Republican primary. There is not a district in America that would elect her as their Republican nominee. Does she Congress. win this one, or does she? she She's, 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 no, she's in uh, Wyoming and yeah. she's losing. Yeah, <laughs> she's good. losing by like double digits in her own district. And that's like a red, red district. So she's also on the committee. Pelosi yeah. wanted her there. And she wanted her there because she wanted her to say things like this. Put up cut number three. Um, every American, I hope, will be able to hear your testimony today uh, and will watch the videos. 
the videos show uh, the unbelievable violence uh, and the inexcusable and intolerable cruelty that, that you all faced, and people need to know the truth. I want to begin by reflecting briefly on the investigation that we're launching today. Every one of us here on the dais voted for and would have preferred that these matters be investigated by an independent, nonpartisan commission composed of five prominent Americans selected by each party and modeled on the 9-11 Commission. Although such a commission was opposed by my own leadership in the House, it overwhelmingly passed with the support of 35 Republican members. It was defeated by Republicans in the Senate. And that leaves us where we are today. We a cannot leave <laughs> the violence of January 6th and its causes uninvestigated. The American people deserve the full and open testimony of every person with knowledge of the planning and preparation for January 6th. We must know what happened here at the Capitol. We must also know what happened every minute of that day in the White House. Every phone call, Whoa. every conversation, every meeting, leading up to, during, and after the attack. Honorable men and women I have an obligation to step forward. I wanted to play that so you can see where she's going with this. She's not, we want to figure out how the security broke down. She's not, she's not looking to figure out how the electromagnetic locks on the doors were opened. She wants to know what was going on in the Trump White House. This is a, she is there to investigate former President Trump. That is why she is there. So you have Kinzinger with his crocodile tears. You have Cheney with wanting to investigate Trump. And she said, yeah, this would have been better if it was, a, if it was bipartisan or nonpartisan. Instead, I'm joining the Democrats in this partisan witch hunt. Pretty, pretty incredible. Um, do you think? Do you, do you think Cheney's toast? Do you think she has any chance of winning in Wyoming? No. And and what what we're seeing right now is a convergence of the left and the right, the radical left and the right coming together to destroy this country. They're all in on it. We're not talking the, about the, ra the radical left and the middle and the middle. I don't think that Cheney would be considered right. I don't think she's right of center anymore. I think she's not. She's, she's not middle at all. Yeah. She's a she's a yeah. radical leftist she's wrapped. It, she's a no. She's a radical leftist wrapped in the body of someone that should be a, a conservative, right? That should be for us as a as a nation. She should be. She should represent the interests of the people in her community, and they are overwhelmingly saying that you're trash, and she is absolute trash. Yeah, yeah. Lawman says zero point zero percent chance that she wins yeah no she's she's gonna go down for sure so i'm not gonna play the democrat parts because you had shifty shift um well I, let me just let, let's show you how um how tucker referred to it put up image number three mr producer this is how tucker covered it shift recalls the nightmare of the QAnon shaman <laughs> i mean it's just Do so it. silly it, I, I'm not I'm not going to play the Schiff's clip, but that's how it was covered on Fox News. The nightmare of the QAnon shaman. That's the guy who was wearing like the the plastic little yeah, horns. Who, like who's the, being who's being abused, who's being put in solitary confinement. It's being treated like terribly, terribly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he's being by the way, terribly. all he did while he was there is pray. He was very peaceful, walked in. He's from Arizona. He just prayed. No, they're going after him because he's the he's the quote unquote poster child. He's the guy that was in all the newspapers. So if he doesn't get the the worst sentence, it'll look badly upon the prosecutors. So they're going to go after him with everything they've got. Um, but you know, Schiff was was getting emotional. All those Democrats were getting emotional. It was an emotional time. And and with all of the the comment about violence, 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 you would have thought that there would have been a lot of like hospitalizations. You would have thought there would have been a lot of airlifts. But no, there weren't. There weren't a lot of helicopters landing on the National Mall to bring people to hospitals because despite the violent minority there, the agitators that were in that crowd, the majority of the people were peaceful. But the truth is you never know when a disaster, a real bona fide medical emergency might strike. And that's why we're proud to be sponsored by Air Medicare Network. Air Medicare, Air Medicare Network is the premier coverage that will cover you, your entire household, should you ever need to be airlifted for a medical emergency. It starts at just $85 a month. It's less if you're a senior citizen, and it works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. 
We don't usually think about this, but you'd be surprised how often people need to be airlifted to a hospital. It's not just the people who get injured hunting or hiking. Lots of times people get airlifted from the suburbs or even from inside the city just to another hospital when traffic is bad. And it costs a lot, tens of thousands of dollars, and your insurance likely will not cover it. But with Air Medicare Network, if you're an Air Medicare Network member, you won't pay one cent as long as you're flown by an AMCN provider. So you're going to want to go to the link in our description. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And when you use promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. Again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So those are the crocodile tears. I want to play this clip of Matt Gates, Congressman Matt Gates, responding to it because he's making he makes some points here that I agree with. I don't think the Republicans are going hard enough against Kinginger and Cheney. If the roles were reversed, if this was a Republican, let's say this was the Benghazi committee and Democrats protested it and two Democrats decided to go on the Benghazi committee, the Democrats would have disowned them. They'd be done. Democrats stick together. Republicans never do. So this is a clip of Matt Gates on one of the cable news shows last night talking about how Republicans should should be a little bit more forceful against Kinzinger and Cheney. Let's play this cut number four. We've got Kinzinger and Cheney representing the Republican voices on this committee. How do you expect this to play out? Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney would lose a Republican primary anywhere in America that you would throw sure. a dart and it would hit the map. And so it seems bizarre that they are representing Republicans in this highly significant venture. Now, I think the entire purpose of the January 6th committee is to create a series of criminal referrals to the Biden Justice Department. And I think that Kevin McCarthy is the lead target. Unfortunately, the tell was Adam Kinzinger saying that Kevin McCarthy had to be very concerned. I think most Americans think it's unfair that Nancy Pelosi would get to pick her team and then would get to pick the players of the other team. And in doing so, they excluded our best player, Jim Jordan. He is the most talented. He is the most effective member of the Republican conference. Uh, so it shows this is partisan, illegitimate. But I do think that Kevin McCarthy should be stronger in taking action against Kinzinger and Cheney. If they're going to take Nancy Pelosi appointments to committees, we should probably remove them as Republican representatives on the Armed Services and Energy and Commerce Committee. So you believe uh, McCarthy should put them up for a vote on that matter? Do you think Republicans would vote in enough to uh, eliminate them from those positions? Well, of course, we're already getting reports that Liz Cheney is strategizing with Jamie Raskin and Nancy Pelosi's staff regarding how to skewer Republicans. You can't then invite those people into your strategy sessions as you're executing agenda, an agenda for America. Think of how confusing it is that on the same you know, uh, whisper that Pelosi puts Cheney on this January 6th committee, I get an announcement she's the co-chair of the Republican China task force. So how, uh, you know, in one breath can we be telling the American people, don't listen to Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, they don't represent us, and then at the same time, elevate them to significant roles within our conference. I think that we've got to be as clear with them as they've been with us. Hmm. They're no longer a member of yeah. our team, and our well, team needs to put forward. It's a good point. It's a, yeah. it's a great point. I mean, on the one breath, they're like, how dare they do this? And on the next breath, they're elevating them to roles. And, and listen, will the Republican uh, on that U.S.-China commission, or what, will they actually accomplish anything? Likely no, right? But she shouldn't even be elevated to that, that powerless position. She should be a backbencher. She should be a backbencher. Why, why are we letting her drive the party forward? That's why she was voted out of leadership. And she should, I agree with Gates, she should be removed from her committees and, and Kinzinger too. And I, and I think that they've already proven that they're not for the American people. That's really what it comes down to is that we're talking about groups of people that are compromised. And, and, and you could say, all right, you're being a sore loser. You're not seeing it straight. You don't have access to all the information. I've heard all that stuff. But no, no. The American people are not stupid. Now, there is a contingent that are stupid that follow around these radical leftists. There's another part of the contingent left, by the way, that I call them tra traditional or, or classical liberals, who look at it and go, eh, you know what, I've seen it over time, the ebb and flows, I support you know, uh, social issues, the rest of the stuff, yeah, I've, I really like the Constitution, what I call fair weather citizens back in, in the 1940s Germany until they came for them too, right? Uh, it's not affecting me, as long as I stay on this side and be quiet, I'll, I'll be able to make money, and that's really what it's all about. And then there's you know, the, then there's the rest of America, which I think is 60, 70% of America. 
that are saying, listen, th- this is crazy. This is crazy. Th- th- these people, Kissinger and, and uh, um, Cheney, th- they've been parading around as if they support what the people in their communities are saying. And they yeah. go back and, and represent them for a long time. And for what? For what? What do we get now? They don't stand up for election integrity. They don't stand up for the rule of law. They, they basically are parroting all the things of the far left. They're allowing this communism to come to our front doorsteps, and they're doing nothing about it because they're complicit in the behavior. Because if you're a leftist and you're a radical and you are a part of this, you know, this global conspiracy, you call it global conspiracy, you know, wh- why would you not stand in the, in the way of, of trying to restore constitutional integrity? Why would you, why would you not stand yeah. in the way of judi- judicial accountability? Why? You would. Well, I'll tell you why. That's what they're doing. If you put it, if you put it on my screen, I don't. I, frankly, I think that it's entirely possible that Adam Kinzinger um, is representing his his constituents. This is his district. His district is just south of Chicago. Yeah. Um. It's it's they it's gerrymandered the hell out of it, right? Um. That's not a very red area. Now, as you get to the suburbs, there's more there's more conservatives there for sure. But the fact that he's a we have a Republican in a Chicago suburb, um. He's not going to be. He's not going to be the the Jim the Jim Jordans, right? Right. Jim Jordan probably wouldn't get elected there. In, in, in fairness, he probably wouldn't. Um, it's Chicago, and Kinzinger. I keep mispronouncing his name. Um, he's he's won re-election multiple times. Um, so it's entirely possible that he believes that he is representing his constituents' interest. The problem is, the latest polling shows that uh, that the American people are really starting to sour on this committee. Now, Joe, I know you don't give too much credit to polls. Polls tend to just be a snapshot. It's just yep. what those people think at that time. But when you ask the same question five weeks apart, the trend is interesting. So this is a these are a poll that was conducted by Morning Consult Politico, and they asked the question in June and then in July, do you support this January 6th investigation? In July, 66% of all voters, they say, supported it. 25% were opposed. Democrats was 82% support, independents was 65% support, and Republicans, they said, 45% supported. While that wasn't a majority at the time, it was a plurality. It was more than opposed it. Right. Why I find this interesting is they then conducted a poll after Nancy Pelosi kicked the Republicans off. After she very forcibly said no to Jim Jordan, no to Jim Banks. And what you see is the support drops significantly among independents and Republicans. Now only 52% of independents in this poll support the commission. 22% now say they're, uh, I don't know. And when you look at Republicans, it, it dropped from 45 to 34, and now a majority of Republicans oppose it. So the, the polling is significant. Yeah, it's just two snapshots in time. But when you draw the trend line, it's very obvious that when you create a partisan commission that has a partisan aim and only has one party plus the rhinos on it, that people begin to see it for what it really is, which is a partisan witch hunt. It's a sham. It's not an independent commission. It's not an independent committee. It's a it's a political hit job. So members of Congress realize this. They see that the public is souring on it. And while that might reelect Kingsinger in Illinois, most Republicans, most Democrats come from much more moderate areas. And they're not going to be able to stand this much longer, which is why we're running a fax blast today. Link is in the description to shut this down. Enough's enough. We saw one day of it. We haven't even gotten into the actual witnesses. We'll get into that in a second. second. But we've seen enough. We've seen enough from this. If this is their opening ceremony, to borrow that Olympic term, it's pretty clear where this is going. And it's pretty clear that this is not going to live up to that Joe Biden promise of restoring the soul of the nation. Well, well, you, Joe, start you, by, you, you restored ahead. the soul of, of the nation by getting to truth. And nothing yeah. that the left has said has ever been about truth. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. They're, they're just liars. They are the evil of our society. They are the trash of our society. You, you, you don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. You know, the, the election system by itself is a fraud. It's a sham. It has literally stripped us of our voice. And I want to tell you something else. If the first thing, and I said this on multiple places, if, the, if, if you don't have choice, if you don't have freedom of choice, if you can't choose your own risk level, if you can't choose what they put in your body, you are not free and you do not live in a free nation. So if you want to know where we're at, we're not free. We are not free. We are letting 
evil, evil, entitled shitbags run us. All right, Josh, mark the time. <laughs> mark the time. Um, okay, well, you mentioned this guy, Harry Dunn. He is one of the police officers who testified before the committee. You mentioned that you posted on your Telegram a picture of him posing with Pelosi. That is true. Yep. This is part of his testimony yesterday, and this is <laughs> a lie. It, it is it's a lie. To, to, I will call it a bald-faced lie, and that's not a that's not a dig on his bald head. It's a bald-faced lie. Let's play this. This is cut number five. Before I begin, I'd like to take a moment of my time to ask for a moment of silence for my fallen colleague, Officer Brian Sicknick, who died from injuries he sustained in the line of duty defending not the true. of our beloved democracy. This isn't dead air. This is Thank the you. moment of silence he, he, he asked for. Um, so we can cut it there. That's a lie. He opened his testimony with, with a lie. A lie. Yeah. Officer Brian Sicknick tragically lost his life, but it was not by injuries sustained. And if you remember... If you remember, the day or two after, there was a claim that made the rounds around the internet. I had people texting it to me, like like saying, like, how could you support these these terrorists? That, that some protester had bashed his head in with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. You remember that claim? Yeah, yeah the, the one that was not true at all? Yeah, the one that's not true because anytime, anytime, uh, anytime someone gets attacked in the Capitol, there's cameras everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. The, the claim that he was killed by someone wielding a fire extinguisher would have been very easily proven or disproven. Well, turns out it was disproven. It was, it was the Wall Street Journal and others who actually initially reported that he'd been beaten to death by a fire extinguisher. No, tragically, and I say tragically, it's tragic anytime anyone loses their life. Right. He died, as the medical examiner reported, uh, a natural death. I mean, it's obviously, it's unnatural for him to have died at this age, but in terms of, he wasn't, he wasn't murdered. It wasn't a homicide, right? It was a natural death. He died from two strokes. He had two strokes. And that's what the medical examiner said, um, ultimately killed him. He didn't have a stroke during the, the, the insurrection. He wasn't hit over the head and that's what caused it. It was just a lie. It was just a, a complete and total lie. And here's the amazing part. If we um, go to my screen, I'm going to find it. Here we go. This is a, a Washington Examiner article that was published in Yahoo News. And the Washington Examiner reached out to Dunn's lawyer, Mark Zaid, who told the Washington Examiner, quote, Officer Dunn's comments were in line with what his law enforcement colleagues believe, which is that they considered the events of January 6th to have been a factor in Officer Sicknick's death. Whether it was the primary cause or even just 1% is irrelevant. Officer Sicknick died in the line of duty. That's all they need to know. End quote. Listen, it's tragic that he lost his life. And I pray for him. I pray for his family. Absolutely. But he is being presented as a martyr. Well, and his for, family, his family actually stepped yeah. out and said that this isn't true. None of this is true. His family stepped out yeah. and said that he wouldn't want this. And by the way, he was a conservative. Yeah. So that was, that was ha uh, Harry Dunn. Here's Tucker's take on Officer Dunn. Let's go ahead and play cut number six. Information. What's the answer? And of course, she doesn't have one. Speaking of disingenuous. So the committee will proceed with one party. What will it look like? We'll think MSNBC with subpoena power. On Tuesday, Pelosi will call a Capitol Police officer called Harry Dunn. Dunn will pretend to speak for the country's law enforcement community. But it turns out Dunn has very little in common with your average cop. Dunn is an angry left-wing political activist whose social media feeds are full of praise, not coincidentally, for Nancy Pelosi. Here's a picture of the two of them together. Racism is so American, Harry Dunn wrote in one post, that when you protest it, people think you're protesting America. Hashtag, leave it to whites to tell blacks what is racist. Hashtag, I stand with Elon Omar. Hashtag, squad. Harry Dunn, ladies and gentlemen, just another fact-based witness to the insurrection. Jim Jordan is one of the members Nancy Pelosi banned That's from the commission it. today. He represents Ohio. There was, another, there was another witness. It was another officer, Officer Aquilino Gunnell. And he made the claim that I mentioned earlier that we, quote, we lost officers, some really good officers. So he's making it plural. 
Yeah. So even if you even if you you actually gave them that benefit of the doubt that said, hey, he got a single particle, Can he got a single him- particle of, of pepper spray in his nose, and that caused him to have two strokes. Let's just give them that just for this moment. All Who's right. the other officers? He said we lost good officers, some really good officers. I went back and listened to it. Yes, it was plural in his quote. So even if you give them Sicknick, which I again contend was not killed during the insurrection. The only person who was killed during that protest that got that went wrong, right, was Ashley Babbitt. She's the only person who was killed that day. Killed. There were a couple other people who had medical emergencies in the crowds, which again, it's, it's tragic. Tragic. But officers were not killed. Plural were not killed. I don't even I, I contend that not even one was killed. But they're just they're playing fast and loose. And when you don't have Jim Jordan there to pick it apart and say, you just said officers, who's the second officer, right? You could, it, it would be very easy to pick that apart. Now, maybe it would not be good for optics to go after a police officer who's recanting a very traumatic experience, but you can't just let these lies stand. And Pelosi, as Matt Gates said, she went out of her way to make sure that the most skilled Republican prosecutor there wasn't allowed to be on the committee. But no, it's just it's just flat out a lie. It, it's not true. And 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 good on Tucker to call Officer Dunn out. Listen, we su- we support police officers, but that doesn't extend to police officers lying under oath before Congress and then asking their lawyer to cover up cover it up with legalese. They they don't care about the truth. I mean, we're not dealing with people that care about the truth. We're not dealing with people that care about. The rule of law, the, the, the judiciary and the legislative branch of our government are completely compromised. And we already know what's happening at the executive level in many, many places, not just in, uh, you know, at the national level, but I mean, on the state levels as well. You have people like uh, Newman or whatever his name, uh, Gavin, who is right now Newsom. in the middle of a recall. Yeah, he's in the middle of a recall. And you know what he's doing in the middle of the recall to punish people? Guess what he's doing, Max? Locking them down. Locking them down. Mask. It, it, mask up. We, we have got to stand together. The, the gig's yeah. up. The gig's up. We can't have people in, in, in Cuba and in France and all over the world that are rising up against this tyranny. And us in America just sit here and say, there's nothing we can do. We actually have a piece of paper. It's called a constitution. We can walk in there and we can evict every one of them. You just got to have a mass of people that are willing to do it. They, that's not an insurrection. An insurrection is what they did to us. An insurrection is when they stole our voice. The coup is when they came after us, not the other way around. We want to hold them accountable. We want to hold them accountable. Yesterday, Blue Lives Matter was trending on Twitter because Democrats apparently now take Blue Lives Matter as their own. And they were noticeably silent months earlier when this was happening in Washington, D.C. Let's play cut seven. Um, Brett Baer is reporting tonight that more than 50 Secret Service agents have been injured in some way. We don't know the severity of those injuries. We're going to continue to try to track that down. They're on the front lines. This is what they do. They're directly in uh, contact there with the protesters. And as you said, they're not going to give up the White House. That is not going to happen. So if you both can stand by, we're going to take a quick break. We'll bring you back here. to. So that was at the time. Remember, the media said that was a peaceful protest. 60 police officers injured. We covered at the time. They were literally throwing explosives at the officers guarding the White House fence. Fireworks, but still explosives nonetheless. That was a peaceful protest. And then the legitimately majority peaceful protests at the Capitol that that descended into chaos by a handful of agitators, right? That is being branded as an insurrection. Where were the Democrats when Secret Service agents were literally having explosives thrown at them? Where were they when when officers were being sent to the hospital? Where where were they when that park was being set ablaze? Oh, they said, oh, it's peaceful. They, they actually condemned Trump for using non-lethal or less than lethal weapons to clear those rioters. No, the, the whole thing's a sham. The whole thing is a sham. Well, we're going to have, uh, we're going to talk about, you mentioned a little bit on the medical freedom stuff. We're going to talk about that in the second hour. Before we do... I would be remiss if we didn't play this clip. You, did, have you seen the clip of Hunter Biden yet? No. Oh, well, the Hunter Biden laptop is the gift that keeps giving. Hunter Biden videoed himself oh, yeah, yeah, smoking yeah. crack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. I've seen this. He videoed right. himself smoking crack. Again, I created a meme about that, this to put yeah, it on uh, All Telegram. fabricated. 
all fabricated, right? Remember, that was the left thing. Oh, that's whole laptop's fabricated. Well, now we have video of him quite literally smoking crack. And whoever made this is a genius. They literally put the videos side of him smoking side. crack side by side yeah. with his dad, yeah. then Senator Joe Biden, demanding mandatory prison sentences for crack users. Let's go ahead and play this. This is cut number zero. If you have a piece of crack cocaine no bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of one dollar, we passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says if you're caught with that, you go to jail for five years. You get no probation. You get nothing other than five years in jail. Judge doesn't have a choice. Under our forfeiture statutes, you can, the government can, take everything you own. Everything from your car yeah. to your house, your bank account, not merely what they confiscate in terms of the dollars from the transaction that you just got caught engaging in. They can take everything. I don't care why they become a sociopath. We have an obligation to cordon them off from the rest of society. They are in jail. Away from my mother, your husband, our families. So I don't want to ask what made them do this. They must be taken off the street. Hmm? I, don't, hmm? I don't even know what to say. For those of you that are hmm? watching, the, listening to the audio version, that was um, Hunter Biden smoking crack while his dad yeah. is speaking. And then, and then at the end, shaking his head, yeah. tweaking yeah. out, shaking his head. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah freaking Keep out. me away from your mother. Keep me away from your family, Dad. <laughs> uh, so someone should show that to Joe Biden. And listen, drug addiction is a real is a real problem. And anyone who's addicted to drugs, obviously, you should seek out help, and and they should be helped before they just become in prison, right? We should we should be helping people, not just throwing them in jail. I think even conservatives now understand that Joe Biden's re recommendation: anyone who possesses crack cocaine, they should just go to prison for for five years. That's even radical by conservative, by libertarian right. standards, right? But the reason that that is interesting is the gross hypocrisy. And that's not that the sons of the, the sins of the father, sins of the son. It's not that. It's that Joe Biden's son was smoking crack. He was lying on a background check form, right, about being an ad addicted to crack. He had his handgun dumped in a school zone. I mean, we go through the long list of all of the crimes. We've actually read out the statutes on the on the podcast before where it's just here you go. I mean, there's a video of him just smoking crack. If you can timestamp that, timestamp that with the metadata, I bet you I bet you that was right around when he was getting those uh, getting those guns. But, but this is that's what the we evidence. Talk, this is what we talk about when we tell you that we live in a lawless society. We, we have to stop pretending that we don't live in a lawless society. It, look. We, we, we are at a critical place, and, and I'm done talking about just, hey, we, we got to do something. We're going to do something. We're going we're gonna to do something. We're going to stand together. And the goal, Max, is to get enough people, you know, critical mass, a million people in every state, 50 million people, to finally say we've had enough and to go to an epicenter within your state. And we, we want them to hear our voice, 50 million people in 50 states, right? Actually, 48 states, because there's two states you don't, they're just completely brain dead, and that's Hawaii. And uh, uh, well, I don't know, you could get a million people in California. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say Alaska. No, Alaska is just not a million people there. <laughs> I think there's a total of 800,000 people in the entire state. Did, did, did you see that video of the, of the 17 year old who won the gold medal at the Olympics from Alaska in swimming? Alaska doesn't even have a 100 meter pool. In the entire state, and she won the gold. But Are yeah, Alaska is not very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, and her hometown went went crazy, like went crazy. It was a great video. I mean, ima imagine going up against her because she was in high school. Imagine going up against her in the next high school swim meet <laughs> in Alaska. <laughs> I I don't. Uh, yeah, I I think that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alaska is a great place, though. Beautiful place. But it the is. drug use in Alaska is far exceeds yeah. that of almost every state in the nation. Yeah. We have a serious I, I, problem right now. And yeah. I, I'm going to tell you that the, the homeless problem is directly correlated to the heavy amount of drugs 
that are coming into our nation. And, and frankly, it's also related to the strength of which this marijuana is being put on the street. It's not, it's not your grandma's marijuana that they're selling in these pot shops. This is a high concentrate, manipulated um, strand that is you know, 10, 12, 15, 20 times more powerful than any marijuana that you might have had 30 years ago. And as a result, you know, we, I, I think that it's causing massive amounts of, you know, some of the, the things that we're seeing on the streets of mostly Democrat-controlled cities is all caused by legalizing things like marijuana. It just is. Sorry, I said it. And I'm not saying you can't smoke marijuana, and I'm not saying that, you know, that that, that isn't your choice. What I'm saying is, is that it is causing mass amount, massive amounts of other things to happen in our society. These Narcan yeah. stations and uh, free, you know, they're giving away free uh, uh, crack cocaine and, and heroin in, in Canada. It's only a matter of time until they bring that down here. Now you can give you out free needles. Just go over, sit over there with your illegal drugs and shoot it in your arm. I mean, if we're, yeah. if we're at this place right now and we have rhinos and, and leftist uh, crap bags that are standing together and the rest of the people are out here just working their ass off to hand over all of your money to a government that then just gives it to China and other countries. Where are we as a country? We're broken. Our country is fundamentally broken. So let's stop pretending that uh, let's just try to get another couple weeks out of it or a couple years out of it. Let's try to maybe, – maybe it'll turn around by itself. Maybe, maybe Houdini will come down and just wipe it all away. It's not. It's getting worse, not getting better. And it's obviously yeah. worse in Democrat-controlled environments – but, I mean, I, I, I'm going to say this very clearly. What choice do you have but to get involved at this point? And, by the way, if you want to get involved and you want to sign up to walk that walk, that 50 million people basically saying we've had enough, then go to FEC United, sign up, give 60 bucks, and become a member to, all over the country. We're setting up chapters. And uh, start doing something about it. Do something about it. Do something. We have a plan, by the way. Really good plan. You can also sign up for the Conservative Daily newsletter. That link is in the description as well. So when we come back, we're going to be talking with Peggy Hall um, about medical freedom, issues like that. Uh, Mr. Producer is working on her audio video at the moment. Oh, he's saying the audio is still broken. Um, so why don't we – we're right at the hour, so we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll, we'll vamp a little bit, and hopefully it'll be ready to go by then. But don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call-to-action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. 